You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Kyle Richter. Seeing all these first photos on Instagram has me thinking about the day that I proposed to my wife, Noelle. It was Thanksgiving break 2009. Noelle was back home in Dallas And one of her favorite places in Dallas is the Dallas Arboretum. And so with the help of her parents and friends, I planned what I might add a great surprise picnic at this perfect little spot inside the Arboretum overlooking White Rock Lake. It was great. I remember the day, it was beautiful, the sun was out, not a cloud in the sky, and Noelle didn't have a clue that I was about to propose. We hadn't talked about it or or anything like that. And so about mid-afternoon, I, I finally mustered up the courage to to pop the question, except just before I did, a group of people kind of out of nowhere, they they walk into this little area that we were in. Now, I thought to myself, no problem. I've got plenty of time. I'll just wait them out. And finally, they left. So round two, it's go time. And I kid you not, right before I drop to a knee, a different young couple shows up. Now, this young couple, they didn't just show up and and leave. No, they decided that they too like this beautiful, perfect little spot. They put a blanket down. They open a bottle of wine. They weren't going anywhere for a while. Uh, Time passes by. I wasn't anxious before. Now I'm freaking out. I start making up reasons to walk around. I'm, I'm, I'm literally running around trying to find a new spot. I've got to go to the bathroom. I tell Noelle I, I need to make a phone call. I was starting to get desperate and still no luck. Now, as it turns out, everybody in Dallas that day was at the Arboretum. So I didn't have a choice. I had to sit and I had to wait this couple out. And, and I mean wait because hours later, they finally left. No joke, hours. Now, you would think that I would enjoy time with my soon-to-be fiance. No, I was a nervous wreck. And you know why they eventually left? They left because the place was closing. So we'd been there all day, this perfect day that I had planned out. We'd been there all day. I had all day to propose. And now I was left with 30 minutes to propose before we were going to be kicked out. Finally, I, I pull Noel up from a blanket and then I awkwardly drop back down on a, knee, on a knee. I fumble for the ring. I pop the question. She says, yes, we hug, we maybe kiss. And then guess what? A security guard literally kicked us out. How romantic, right? I think we got a picture on a flip phone. I'm not exactly sure. But, but regardless, that wasn't at all the plan that I had in mind. Now, I love being a man with a plan. Most of the time that drives Noelle nuts because she wants spontaneity, but I want details. I want control. I like planning and I like details and I like things to go the way that I plan them. Now, maybe you're like me, but you know what I've been learning lately about this? In spite of all of my planning, I don't have nearly as much control in my life as I thought I did. See, like you, over the last several weeks, my plans have pretty much been turned upside down. Job opportunities and trips and vacations have been canceled. Spending time with friends, it it happens mostly on some sort of screen. My free time, that's not even what I thought it would be. None of what's happened in my life lately has gone according to my plan. All of this reminds me of Proverbs 16, verse 9. It says this. It says, in their hearts, human plans their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In other words, we plan, but it's God who guides us. We plan, but but it's his purpose that prevails. 
We plan, but, but God's the one in control. But is God's plan good? That's the question, right? In the midst of our circumstances, circumstances that, let's be honest, let's be honest, none of us really has any control over. Do we really have a reason to trust God right now? For some of us, it's it's easy to lose trust in God when things don't go the way we plan, when they don't go the way that we want them to. Why? Well, because we think we know it's best. We think that we have a better plan than God. Do we though? There's a story in the book of Genesis about a guy named Joseph. If you aren't familiar, life didn't exactly go according to plan for Joseph. That's because one day for various reasons, his brothers, they get upset with him. They're envious of his relationship with their dad. And so what do they do? They conspire against him. They betray him. They sell him into slavery in Egypt. And then they go back and tell their dad that that he was attacked and killed. But there's a plot twist. You see, Joseph, the slave, he rises to a position of overseer in the house of Potiphar, one of the officers of Pharaoh in Egypt. How? We don't know entirely, but chapter 39, verse 2, it gives us an insight. It says, the Lord was with Joseph. That doesn't mean that things got easier for Joseph, though. In fact, they they get worse. Potiphar's wife, she tries to seduce Joseph, but, but Joseph declines. And so in a fit of rage, she has him thrown in prison. So not only was Joseph sold into slavery by his family, now he's being wrongly imprisoned again. Imagine that. Imagine the questions that, that Joseph must have had as he's sitting in that jail cell. God, why? What are you doing? Can you really be good if these are the things that are happening to me? And what happens? Genesis 39, verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love. Okay, fast forward. Joseph's out of jail. He's been promoted by Pharaoh. He's put in charge of gathering grain in Egypt so that, that when a famine happens, Egypt will have food. A famine does happen, a severe famine, in fact. Egypt has food, but but the surrounding lands, they don't. And in another plot twist, Joseph's brothers, they hear about the grain that's for sale in Egypt, and they come to Egypt for food. Now, they have no idea that their brother is still alive, let alone he's serving in the court of Pharaoh. But when they come to Egypt for food, they end up standing before their brother. Now, imagine for a second standing in front of your siblings who tried to kill you except this time the tables have turned. Unless you give them food, they will be the ones who die. Imagine the anger, the hurt, the confusion. Imagine the temptation Joseph had or must have had to to seek revenge. How would he respond? Genesis 45, verse eight. He says to them, he says, it was not you who sent me here, but God. He has made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and ruler over the land of Egypt. Fast forward, Genesis 50, verse 20. As for you, speaking to his family, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. That's an incredible statement, isn't it? He says to them, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. See, Joseph interprets his story through an unexpected lens. God is the one writing the story. God has a plan and he's the one carrying it out. He's a God that turns evil into good. He's a God that turns bad circumstances and disappointment and frustration into something that brings him glory. Now, I don't know what God is doing in your life right this moment. I won't pretend to to even know all of the hard circumstances that you're facing. But if there's something that we can learn from Joseph's story, 
It's that God's plan is good even when his script is different than ours. Even when it feels like we can't trust God, we can and we should. In fact, it's precisely because God is in control that Joseph could continue living in faithfulness and obedience to him. And so wherever you are, I want to encourage you, fight to do that. Fight to believe. Fight to obey. Fight to trust that God has a good plan for your life. And when that's hard, not if, but when, when that's hard, remember, God is good. God is our refuge in times of trouble. Where else are we going to go? Thanks for listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, consider sharing with a friend or posting on social media. You can also give us a rating that helps others find this podcast more easily. We're back on Monday, same time, same place. See you then.